This is the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, September 28th. Can I uh, give a look behind the scenes very quick? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, in these studios, we all have uh, like like double monitors. Yeah. Right? We all have double monitors. So like, for example, right now, because we're on the air, uh, I can see what's ha- on one screen I have what's happening on uh, on the air. The other screen right now is just blank. Yep. I'm looking through the window right now, and you have on one screen what's on the air. You have some mm-hmm. like ancillary things over on the other side. Yes. But you are going full sociopath right now. The, having that thing right in the middle? You have something that is splitting the two screens. That's It's like... I have never seen anyone do that ever in my life, and it's making my heart race. I gotta be honest with you. Well, you see, my my thought process is is on one side it covers up the log, and I can't see uh-huh. what's coming up next, or if anything's out of whack or whatever. Some, uh-huh. uh, if a spot break goes out of place, uh, don't want that to happen. So, sure. but uh, I I can't have it all the way on the right monitor because then it covers up. You know, the hotkeys, and, and how can I not play, you know? That is a disgusting act. You know, how can I not play something like that, you know? This is a totally bananas thing to be looking at right now. I can't even, how? Uh, but yet you can't take your eyes off it. I can't believe you're doing it. It's like I'm, I'm at the circus freak show right now. You like that? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. What are we going to talk about today? Oh, my gosh. I'm glad you asked, Corey, because it's time. We've kept the people waiting yes. long enough. They've been probably waiting. Yes. I think we need to do it now before there's a riot down on the street corner by the boondocks. I can so hardly stand it. We need to talk. About the butt punt. It's time for the butt punt. <laughs> the that butt punt. That is a disgusting act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The butt punt. Unbelievable stuff, isn't it? The butt punt. So, Corey, uh, could you explain to the folks at home what the butt punt is? Oh, yeah. Some guy kicked a football straight up another dude's butt. <laughs> uh, th- in an NFL game, these th- these both of those men are paid millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one guy just straight up took a ball and hit it right into his booty. Just like... I don't. I don't even know how to describe how di- like directly that thing couldn't have been any closer. It was. If it, this was like, you know, sometimes when they bomb places, they're like, yeah, you know, give or take a half a mile. Mm-hmm. No giving or taking anything here. This was a straight shot. Like this is one where like he doesn't need to go to the doctor. He's like, I'm all clean. I don't even know like. Well, first of all, how do we even get to that, right? Like, how does the one guy get blown back so far? How does he back up so far? How does he get there? Uh-huh. I think that's a, uh, the first fair question. Okay. It, I, this is not on the punter at all because he's got to focus on punting the ball. He's looking at one thing, and that is putting his, his butt. right foot on that football. Y- you sure he wasn't just looking at the guy's butt and just... Got a little distracted. Here's how close that guy was. He almost took a foot in the butt. <laughs> That's how he, close he was. He almost if that got foot, red foreman. If that football wasn't there, he'd still be pulling big toes. <laughs> <laughs> he'd still be pulling toes. That's how close it was to being a disaster. It 
I don't. It was it was a straight shot. There's nothing else to say. Yeah. Uh, so we. So did you watch the Manning cast on Monday night? I did not. So they brought Pat McAfee on the Manning cast. Okay. Uh, former punter for the Indianapolis Colts. Yes. He's a great media personality. Uh, so here's what he had to say on the Manning cast. Here, right there. What what happened here? Explain this. Well, it ain't good. That's for sure. And the thing about it is this was a backed up punt, you know, so it's already short amount of space for Thomas Morstead to get this punt off. Oh, cuz he backs up the personal protector supposed to go forward. And instead, cheeks get clapped by a football in the end zone in Miami in 155 degree weather. Charmin gets on board. Obviously, Dude White comes sliding in. Uh, let's all be one big happy family, says uh, Trent Sheffield, his booty. But what a nightmare. Uh, punt situation. They somehow still win. I mean, what a... They somehow still won the game, by the way, the Dolphins did. That... That the butt punt was in the fourth quarter. Totally unbelievable. Like they, chain they of should events. not have they should not have won the game. But but Pat McAfee did mention something. Charmin uh and Dude Wipes both went on Twitter and they're like, Hey, uh see a sponsorship deal here. Uh, if only it would have happened in college, you could have given that kid an NIL deal. You oh, know? that would have been hilarious. <laughs> but the funniest thing about uh the butt punt, other than Pat McAfee's breakdown, is uh that it kind of uh, Mark Sanchez also took to Twitter, and he's like, "Stay out of my lane, bro." Yeah, because yeah. of course Mark Sanchez had uh, the butt fumble where he ran right into, like he was scrambling. That one I think is funnier because that was like it was a broken play, and he grabbed the ball and he tried to run, and he slipped, and his face mask and helmet hit the keister of his offensive lineman, a big sweaty dude in the butt. And then he fumbled the ball, and the Patriots picked it up and returned it for a touchdown on Thanksgiving night when everybody's family is trying to enjoy a nice meal together. Yeah. He runs into another man's butt, drops a football, and gives up a touchdown. So Mark Sanchez got a little bit of – he's not alone. He gets a little bit of somebody to join him in how the folly. Bad, how badly did that hurt, do you think? Like – like, <laughs> That's like you're hurt. playing football, right? So you're expecting to be lit up from time to time. But here's the thing: you're expecting that. You're expecting to get hit, and and for you for parts of you to crunch. You're not expecting. You're this not expecting it to like get a little like ever. straightener a little bit there, right? Like, like you, <laughs> that, I mean, like, oh, standing at attention. That's gotta hurt like it, crazy. It's gotta hurt like you know. I'm not sure what his parents did if they like got out the wooden spoon or the belt when he was in trouble, uh, but uh, it probably feels like that. Oh, butt punt. The butt punt. By the way, there was something else that happened on Sunday, yeah. Sunday night. Uh, speaking of NFL kind of curses, the infamous plays in NFL history. Uh-huh. First is the butt fumble. The second one is Dan Orlovsky running out of the back of the end zone at the Metrodome. And Jared Allen just laughing and pointing at him because he ran straight out of the back of the end zone. For Vikings fans, one of the more infamous Vikings plays in history. Orlovsky was a backup. It was like it the was Lions a were mess. O- it was the 0-16 Lions. Jared Allen was peak Jared Allen. And when Jared Allen is chasing you down, scary, like, imagine, like, you're a thinking scary about... scary dude with a mullet about to kill you? Yeah, you're thinking about, like, oh, I'd rather take a, a, a punt to the butt right now than get hit by Jared Allen. And uh, poor Dan Orlovsky panics in that moment and runs right out of the back of the end zone, He was right? like a rookie that year, I think, too. It was pr- really embarrassing play. Yeah, and he's, like, owned up to it. He's pretty funny about it. 
Like, because great he said analyst. He, he went to the sidelines and Calvin Johnson was just laughing at him. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> they knew they were bad and they're just like, whatever, man. He's like, the worst part of that is we lost that game 12 to 10. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that was the year they went 0 16. So, right. uh, anyway, that was the funny part. But Jimmy Garoppolo also walked out of the back of the end zone. He sure did. Like, just right out of there for Way safety. out, too. Not even, like, Orlovsky at least was like, he was just running away and it seemed like he lost his place. And it was like a like a little bit like he kind of like had a wide angle jimmy garoppolo yes. just walked straight backwards <laughs> <laughs> it was really ridiculous it's uh, so it's a great time if you're dan orlovsky and mark sanchez this week you're on cloud nine you're like i am not the most embarrassing part of nfl history anymore dan orlovsky by the way um uh just beautifully on social media dragged garoppolo through the dirt <laughs> i mean it was like a thing for for years and years and years of taking grief on this he was like it's my turn now <laughs> how's it feel oh he just like it's uh, like uh if you've seen the movie Step Brothers, the poster for the movie Step Brothers with will ferrell and john the, c Riley in the goofy he, sweaters he and- like badly photoshopped their faces onto those guys <laughs> and onto that movie poster uh it was awesome he at one point um, William Wallace just typed freedom. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Both just ridiculous plays. Ridiculous. So uh, now that we've gotten the ridiculous out of the way, let's talk about a very serious ball club in the Minnesota Twins. Playoff chances. They're they're it's they're still alive. They're baby. alive. Do you believe, Corey? Do, Do you, you believe? believe in tragic? Because <laughs> the Twins going into yesterday's game. Needed to go nine and zero to make the uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for wild card to be yes, a wild card to make team. the third wild card and you got to go one and zero in the Chicago White Sox season. But here's the thing: not only do you have to go undefeated the rest of the season nine uh-huh. and zero, you need the Seattle Mariners to go zero and however many games they have left. Uh, yeah, uh, so. What about a, nine. So you mentioned that the Mariners have to just win one game and the Twins just have to lose one game? It's it's either or. If the Twins yeah. lose at all or the Mariners win at all, it's done. Well, I'll have you know that the Mariners have had the last two nights off. They so lost the, last night. They played last night, I thought I saw, and lost to Texas. Okay, well, I'm looking at the schedule right here. And uh, either way, uh, my point is like looking ahead. So... They play the Rangers today and tomorrow. The Rangers are a last place ball club. Yes. They, you know, whatever. And then, by the way, a worse ball club than the Rangers, they play a three game series against Oakland. Nice. And then after that, they play <clears throat> a four game series against the Detroit Tigers. Oh, by the way, all these games are in Seattle. Well, they lost to the Rangers yesterday, five to zero. Okay. And of course, the Twins were winners yesterday, uh-huh. which means only eight more wins in a row for the Twins, and eight more losses for Seattle. We're, I mean, hey, are are we? Can we still map out the championship parade, Corey? I am going to laugh very hard on this exact program if the Twins make the playoffs. I think if the Twins somehow made the playoffs, I just. I don't. My brain would be. I think baseball would be like. Ah, never mind. Uh, we're we're getting rid of the expanded playoffs. Well, it'll be exciting to have a team lose nineteen straight playoff games. <laughs> <laughs> the Twins barely sneak in just to get their playoff 
lose. It'd be They'll the, be hot, though, nine in a row. It'd be the worst for both teams because Seattle has the longest postseason drought in North American sports. They haven't made the playoffs since 2001. Seattle's like a legit team. They're 83 and 70. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'd have to the if they're below five hundred. <laughs> if, if Seattle <laughs> loses out, they deserve not to make the playoffs. One hundred percent. But I don't know, man. There goes Corey. Uh, twins postseason hopes. I mean, they're pretty much dead. But hey, maybe not. This has been the morning sports desk for Wednesday, September twenty eighth. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack. And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. Your story, it lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.